Oh. <laughs> you little trickster. Just a little, you know. It, yeah, you know what? It's uh, we're Loki season two is back, so uh, I'm feeling a little mischievous. It's it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Girls and ghouls of every age. I don't know the words. Would you like to see something strange? I don't know the words. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Welcome, everyone, to a spooky edition of Ringside. My name is John. And my name is Kendra. We're not We're not even really talking anything Halloween in this episode. So. But, you know, it's we're in the middle of spooky season. Yes, it is um, in the middle of October. The, as the youth calls it. You know what other season it is? I don't know what this is. Yeah, you wouldn't, you idiot. It's Twilight season. Do you know why? Because there's a bit of a nip in the air. What am I doing after this, John? You're straightening your hair. I'm straightening my hair. Guys, I'm so excited. She's getting her Bella Swan on. I'm in my Bella Swan era. um, And I'm... It's usually October, November, December, January where um, Kendra Swan comes out to <laughs> party. Um, for those who don't know, we live in Florida and this, I think Tuesday, the highest 71. That is winter time for us. Very exciting. Ooh, we'll bust out the jackets. Get I the know. black puffers out. Gotta, that's why my hair is going to be down <laughs> against my back to provide me warmth <laughs> as I sit in my office <laughs> in this house and i don't leave for the whole week Ooh, that sounds beautiful it, yeah it's it's gonna be pretty glorious i'm very excited about it anyway sorry i had to had to recognize the true se- the re- true reason of the season which is yeah uh, twilight and as we learned last year uh the reason for the season is pleasing um and oh yeah you did say that didn't yeah, you yeah that's unfortunate yeah 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 Fucking way the, the fucking poo. <laughs> anyway, welcome everyone. Welcome. Uh, we're not talking about any of that, nope. but I'm glad you were here for it. And if you, and hey, if you're in your Twilight era, please let us know. Um, and I, I wish you the best with it. But we're here to talk about some serious, serious yeah. shit. We've been away for a while. We have. Um, I've only had one stress cry from my job, which oh. is great. Uh, I love my job. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, I've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we haven't, we haven't really been able to talk about anything. Um, but you know what? We will be talking about a lot of stuff today mm-hmm. and over the next few weeks. But let's uh, let's just hop right into some of our topics for today. Sure. Um, I want to talk about this fucking crazy uh, variety article that dropped the other day in regards to the highly uh, Kendra's highly anticipated Aquaman 2. Wait, wait, wait. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom are Don't you dare put words in my mouth. You're not excited for Aquaman. You're not excited for Aquaman 2. No. Why? Because I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I, the first Aquaman, you know what it was? Decent. I'm not on the edge of my seat waiting for the second one. I forgot that... I forgot that they were making a second one, and then I could have sworn it it had already like been out. But and then now there's all this news, and I'm like, damn, they're still working on that. Holy shit, they've been working on it for three years. You know, longer than I that. still don't know. I thought it was coming out. It was supposed to come out last year, and then I thought it was coming out this year. But it might even be coming out next year. I don't know. I don't know when this fucking. And guess what? Out. I don't care. Either I don't way. care. <laughs> but uh, I can understand why there's a lot of hoopla about the whole thing i i did watch the johnny depp amber heard trial Mm. um and 
believe it or not, Aquaman did make a lot of uh, cameos in that trial <laughs> because it was for defamation. And sure, yeah. So Amber I, I, Heard puts the 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 D for DC is defamation yeah. in this one. DC defamation of character. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this uh, this Variety article came out and it was alleging a lot of crazy, crazy things. Um, because apparently, some um, some documents from the the trial had leaked onto Reddit, but I don't know if they actually leaked. But I think because I think um, the article states that. A bunch of Johnny Depp fans basically paid to have those documents really I don't know. I don't really understand. I what mean, that... a lot of the stuff that's it, it becomes public record. Once right. It's so yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what all that is. But the I'm more interested in what was in those documents, mm-hmm. and um, it alleged that uh, Amber Heard and her people were saying that Jason Momoa would show up to to set drunk, and more more. Triggering. Triggering would harass Amber Heard by showing up dressed as Johnny Depp. Rings included. I mean, okay. <laughs> now, this isn't the point, but like, if you're going to dress up like Johnny Depp and you don't have rings, you're just any old fuck off the street. You got to have the rings you if you're going to dress rings. up like Johnny Depp. But I told you this. No matter what you think about the defamation case or whatever the fuck they did in Europe. I don't remember what that one was about. No matter what you think about the individual people, there is some degree of hostility that goes both ways between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Right. Um, And I think if that's true, that Jason Momoa purposefully dressed like Johnny Depp, specifically to harass amber heard that is a shitty thing to do obviously yeah i mean i'm laughing because i'm like what the fuck happened on this set (laughs) like also yeah that is that's insane behavior if if true right and so dc's pr team dcwb discovery whoever the fuck they are these days were they um, like hey that didn't happen right they're like hey you know this is these are some actual quotes, but they are basically well, they're amended quotes. Mm-hmm. But basically, they're like Jason Momoa is super professional on set, and sure, he likes to enjoy a beer every now and again. Oh. Like what? Why did you say why that? Are we mentioning that? Yeah, why are you we say mentioning that? that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they said he did not dress up as Johnny Depp. Jason Momoa has always had this bohemian style, and I, I mean, was like, that is that is fair. That is fair, but also. You, it sounds just, like you're just, justifying as opposed to... I know, to, just say the first part. Yeah. He's very professional on set, and he didn't dress like Johnny Depp. That's where you needed to end that's, that. That's, stop there. Stop he was there. just trying out some new new styles right. with rings. Right. What, we can't wear rings anymore? <laughs> Everyone's so fucking triggered, these snowflakes. We can't wear rings on set. Like, it, it, less yeah. is more. Less is more. Um, And the, some of the claims are also that Jason Momoa was really pushing to have Amber Heard fired. But apparently... WBDC wanted we're planning on firing her but then they run into the world's greatest problem and i'm talking the world <laughs> as we know it in 2023 literal greatest because problem. every shit there's a lot of shitty things happening right now and i i am willing to bet money and i'm not making light of any of this of anything happening climate change any issues okay i guarantee at least one thing from each issue happening around the world right now can be traced directly back to elon musk 
or just the notion of an evil genius billionaire sorry evil idiot billionaire yeah um like that concept can is like the root of all issues in the world so much to i mean just like how elon musk's name was brought up during the the trial because Mm -hmm. he's an ex of amber heard's um apparently when they were planning on firing her was after the first movie because they just they overall felt that amber heard's chemistry with jason momoa just it wasn't hidden right Mm -hmm. um so they were planning on letting her go, and Elon Musk gets involved by having his lawyers write this fiery letter, basically threatening them. Is threatening this them. for real or alleged? No, no, no. I think he... Okay. I, I, well, I mean, as far as I know. Okay. But um, that he... The, the quote from the letter was that they would, quote, burn the house down. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, um, can, can you do that? <laughs> I don't know if he Can you do that? has that power, but I mean, did it work? I mean, she's in <laughs> she's Aquaman in the too. second one. I don't know, I, and that did. I think that did get mentioned in the um, court case, right. um, because I think that was something that they mentioned. Like we were, we weren't going to continue with her anyway for right. other reasons that aren't this big other thing happening, right? Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't remember Amber Heard's performance in the first Aquaman at all. She was there. She was, she there, was there then. She was there in Justice League for, with Zack Snyder. Like oh, she was there. That was, and that was weird timing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I fully blame. And she was the, British and the she Aquaman, wasn't. The Aquaman stuff, the WGA strike, the, the sag after strike. I think all of that has to do with Elon Musk. Somehow. He's into Somehow. AI. Somehow. Yeah. He bought Twitter and then everything, then the world went to shit. Hey guys, did you notice that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so, not, yeah. To, not to be conspiracy theorists. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's all. It's all good Mostly fun. jokes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's very interesting. I don't know. I, it's when did, when did the first Aquaman come out? 2018. Oh my God. I remember this because it came out around the time it knocked off Spider-Verse from... The number mm. one spot. The first one. 2018. Hold on. Let me... Hold on. Do the math. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. That's five fucking years. Who cares? Who cares? Well, we had a whole pandemic. I don't... Yeah, yeah, I know. I get it. But also, like, who cares? Hey, listen. I think they should have cut their losses. Don't... What's this going to matter in the grand scheme of the DC... Uh, EU or whatever the fuck they're well, calling it. Well, here's the thing. In addition to... Oh, this article just keeps getting more and more interesting. Mm-hmm. At this point, they're just trying to get these fucking movies out. That's why they released The Flash after all those delays. And apparently... It's so crazy that The Flash came out after everything that happened right. with that. And uh, Aquaman 2 can come out. But that one... What was it? Batgirl? Yeah, that couldn't. Weird that that was the one that got they shelled. Said, mm, never mind. What's different about all of these situations? I mm. wonder. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, and also part of it could be that these were already established. <laughs> no, People, but that one's supposed, right that now, but one was supposed to weird. go straight to streaming. So and it was done. And it was uh, it was done. Yeah, that's weird. I, th- I th- they're just. I, 
I mean, very obviously anyone, even, well, I don't know about DC, like apologists, but anyone who's been watching for the past decade could tell you that the decision-making was never the strong suit. Right. Um, and I think this is just more evidence of that. Well, they're they're trying to release these movies because they know They'll make this money. new DCU movie. Well, not even that. This new DCU, like DC Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. is on its way. James Gunn's at the helm. And so they're just trying to finish off the remnants of the, the Snyderverse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite cinematic universe. <laughs> uh, so... This article also has it, it briefly mentions, but I think it's worth noting that there are already some who believe that WB is going to be sold off again. Mm-hmm. So they just went through this whole huge merger with Discovery, which was and horrible. David Zaslav is ruining everyone's lives. Yeah. Um, and they just have not known what to do with all of this. And I think that's kind of been the part of the issue part of the issue for everyone who's been involved with wb um so now this article mentions that universal might be where wb winds up next if it gets sold off that makes way more sense to me yeah but i'm like god damn like y'all are already thinking about this yeah two years yeah um so especially with a new cinematic universe looming mm-hmm. over the next couple of years i think it's it's all interesting timing um but they've also mentioned that another dc announcement was that they're not keeping any of the justice league that has been established so mm-hmm. we knew ben affleck was out we knew after, henry cavill was out yeah so but oddly enough jason momoa is the only person so far who's in talks to play a different character um he's in talks to play a character named uh, lobo um who, if you look, if you see Lobo, werewolf? he... Huh? Is he a werewolf? No. Oh. Um, he's like a... He's like a fucking alien... Uh, oh. Um... Biker. It's weird. He's What's kinda... the word for wolf in Spanish? Huh? What's wolf in Spanish or werewolf in Spanish? Uh, fucking chupacabra. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, um, I don't know why a, were- a werewolf is the first thing I thought of. Maybe because it's the spooky season. Uh... I think you're uh, thinking of, um, uh, don't you know I'm loco? But you're thinking of, don't you know I'm lobo? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's Cypress it. Cypress Hill? Shut up. All right, well. Lobo Spanish means wolf. Fuck you. Fuck you. To all my haters, all my doubters, <laughs> eat shit. I will say, she knew that and I didn't. I, yep. I didn't, so. There's a she-wolf oh in your closet. I think because in the Spanish version, she says... Oh. Loba? No, no, no. I don't know. We're not. Hey, guys, this cut is that, that, that's that, as far that, as that, I go. Cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the PR team for DC has been going out of their fucking minds um, trying, yeah, to, trying to, to salvage it. all this because it. thankfully the actors can't go around talking right now. Loba, she-wolf, fuck you. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you told You said to cut it. Because I was right. We can't handle opposition. He can't handle challengers. Um, so let's let's shift gears. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm moving right past everything you just fucking said. I don't know what the hell you're talking about anymore. Some people can't handle the pressure. Anyway. Um let's shift gears a little bit. Let's move from the world of DC 
on over to the world of Marvel. No. To the MCU. Oh okay? my god, it, it's so much brighter over here. It smells great over here. It's th- you know what? It's starting to freshen up. pretty good over here. It's starting to freshen up. Freshen up. So, all right. Let's, Except for. <laughs> let's talk about um, Daredevil. Mm-hmm. There was recently a really big announcement from from Marvel uh, Studios in regards to Daredevil Born Again, which is the reboot um, of the Netflix series that was canceled after three seasons, after Marvel's um, TV production side was shutting down Mm -hmm. and merging with Marvel Studios. So um, the news coming out of this is that Marvel has fired its head writers uh, and directors um, for the the new rebooted series after some poor reception to what's been filmed already. Um, Because remember they were filming up until the strikes happened, Mm -hmm. right? Which gave the fucking head honcho, the head of the table, Kevin Feige, um, uh, Marvel's tribal chief, (laughs) um, Kevin Feige, a chance to review Mm. the footage. He said, let me he take said, a look. Let me, let me, let me take a piggy poo. Little, <laughs> let me get my little piggies in there and uh, see what's going on. And he um, said, holy shit. Yeah. And you. they were like, it's not, plain and simple, it's not working. Ooh. What we have is not working. And I think with Daredevil specifically, because there was a whole campaign to save the show mm-hmm. um, and bring it back and bring back these actors, mm-hmm. they, I think they were willing to gamble everything else. I don't think they're willing to gamble this. I think they need yeah. to, they need for it to be a hit. And I think part of the reason is because the Netflix Daredevil show was definitely the strongest out of all of the Marvel Netflix shows. And it was like genuinely very very good. Y'all, here hold on. Let's let's pause on talking about Marvel Studios for a, oh. for a second. Y'all the the Netflix the Netflix series Daredevil is one of the best Marvel properties to come out in the last, like, 10 years, whenever that show came out, right? 2000. I mean, it's... I'll look. Yeah. Um, it's it's easily one of the best Marvel properties out there. Yeah. We start, we had started rewatching it, not, I think when it um, came out on Disney+, Plus when it finally was released on Disney+, Plus, re-released. 2015. Yeah, so... It's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so well made and well produced. And that was technically a Netflix, like ABC, stu- you know, because it was Marvel TV, which mm-hmm. operated under ABC Studios, uh, TV Studios. Um, so, like, they, you can make it work. It was sort of kind of re- related to the MCU, but was doing all that street level stuff that it needed to. And it was so, it was so good. And yeah, like every season was good. It was the it was the perfect blend of like standing on its own, but still reminding you that it is part of this other bigger universe. The without weakest... it. Oh, sorry. Go sorry. Ahead. No, no. Um, without it coming off as like forced, like right. it feels like in some other movies and Marvel property. Right. And the the weakest part, the second season. The second half of, of the, the second, second season. season. The first yes. half with the, the Punisher? Yeah. That was that that oh my god. I think it's I, I think can't. it's season two, episode three, 
where most of the episode takes place on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. And they're just shooting the shit. That's theater. We were watching that, remember? And we were like, yeah. this is theater. I'm like, these are motherfuckers who, they can't just act. These motherfuckers can act. Yeah. And we, yeah, we were like, this is a straight up out of a play. Like someone wrote a play for these two characters yeah. and they got the perfect actors for it. Um, it's one of my favorite episodes of the series and see, and then when they try to, the, the weakest part is when they try to really lump in, you know, set up the defenders, right? Which mm-hmm. was its own problem. Yeah. But then you get back to season three and, and it's, it's excellent. So good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, so I, I say all this. Because they knew they had to make this work. And if they're looking at it and they're like, big yikes, not going to, this can't work. Yeah. Um, so the move is being described as a creative reboot. Mm. So it's a reboot of the reboot already. And the reboot hasn't even come out yet. They're already pissing me off. I know. Oh. Um, well, because the writers who have been fired mm-hmm. are staying on as executive producers. I'm making air quotes. Okay. I think that's big. <laughs> I think I'm executive producer. <laughs> yeah, I think that's for to save face. Yeah. Um, personally, that I could be wrong. Because um, they're probably keeping some of the story. I know they're keeping some of the scenes that have been shot and like action sequences. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, so I think to not... Steal people's work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the writers essentially created, and this is a quote, a procedural drama. Yeah. So it's coming off more as an episode of Law and Order... Than a superhero show. Yeah. I can understand why that would be an interesting route to take. Because you have a lawyer character. Right. And it'd be different, I guess, than what we're used to seeing. Yeah. But, like... Now, there was some interesting stuff from this the, the Netflix series. That where we did get that. Where we did get that. Yeah. and we, But we also... Those moments used... Matt Murdock's powers or his abilities to to use that as a lawyer, mm-hmm. which we got some of that in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I go back to season two. There's this, all of the courtroom stuff with the Punisher is, that's some of the more stressful stuff yeah. in, uh, in the show because you're dealing with, um, you know, Foggy and Matt's crumbling friendship. Yeah. His crumbling relationship with Karen. Um and on top of that, Frank Castle he just won't shut the fuck just is up. Is being a crazy asshole up there. <laughs> he can't um, help himself. He's so fine. He's fine though. All that, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So all of that stuff is great. So you can you can do it, but, but even that I don't th- stems from the action. Yeah, and I don't think that I don't I don't know how that would look if that was like the whole show. Right. I can't fathom it. Well, apparently, um, with that. Matt Murdock didn't suit up as Daredevil until the fourth episode. Now, you can argue, because I, I brought this up in just mm-hmm. a personal conversation with you. You can argue that, like, oh, in the in the original first season, like, he didn't show up as Daredevil to the very, to the very, very end. And, like, yeah, but also he was already fighting crime from episode one. He was in a, a you know, a handmade, you know, yeah. just clothes. What, was uh, Spider-Man not Spider-Man until he got his special suit? Right. No, I. So I, I get it, but like I don't think that would have been the biggest thing. If, I, if there had been no action until the fourth episode, episode, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Um, so now the studio is moving away from like this, you know, 
they kind of bragged on themselves for a while, like, oh, we're filming essentially these six, seven, and eight hour movies and mm-hmm. releasing them as episodes. And which then how at did first that kind of sounded cool. <laughs> and then how did that happen? <laughs> well, the one that's been most like criticized? Uh no, the one that's been most like a TV show is arguably its most successful, which is Loki, which is on its season two. Yeah. I think it's the only the only season two we've gotten so far i think so so far yeah yeah so clearly that method is working um and they're, so they're moving away from that and moving into a more traditional tv format where they're commissioning pilots mm-hmm. and they're uh show hiring showrunners show mm-hmm. because thank of god <laughs> well apparently you know who we have to thank for that jessica gow oh. from she hulk oh. who was fired at oh. one point because, you know, whatever, for reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And then in post-production, they were trying to, like, find the tone mm-hmm. for and the show. Like, and they were like, hey, we don't know, we don't know comedy. <laughs> and she's just basically like, guess what? I do. I'm a comedy writer. <laughs> it's the whole reason that I was supposed to do the whole thing in the first right. place. Right. And so, and that worked itself out. You know, she even had a cameo in it. Yeah. Um, Again, I, you and I maintain that. She-Hulk is not a bad show. She-Hulk, She-Hulk, oh, I don't know why I said She-Hulk. 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 She- underrated. Super underrated. Very underrated. And I think it's a, I think it's because a lot of what came before it for a lot of people was subpar and they were just sick of it and they didn't want to give anything else a go. I think it's because it was a woman. Well, that's also part of it, but... Um, <laughs> For for one group of people, I can't blame you. If you're just sexist, sorry, you're an asshole. Right. Don't watch it. But for the people who are like felt jaded after seeing fucking Captain America in the Winter Soldier, I get not wanting to touch another fucking uh, Marvel show after that sure. one. But um, yeah, it. I, I agree. It's pretty underrated. I think who was I talking to? Oh, people at work um, said that it was really. And we're getting kind of off topic because I'm talking about She-Hulk. But um, said it was really like, I think, like too youthful or like something mm. because their example was like, oh my gosh, she's twerking. What would Stanley say if he saw her twerking? And I was like, Stanley would love it. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley would want to be, that would, that's his, uh, his. He'd be the security guard that Megan the Stallion is yeah. twerking on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Stanley was Hugh Hefner at one point in the MCU. Wasn't Stanley in like a strip club at one point? Yeah, he, in Deadpool. He yeah, was, so I don't he think was a DJ a I don't think maybe he would. I don't think he'd give two yeah. shits actually about that. Anyway, but yeah, I think She Hulk is underrated, and yeah, maybe this is one of the reasons why it was more success or felt more complete. Yeah, they rehired her. Yeah, to come in and and help. And they said, "Please find, help, please." Yeah, to help find it, and I think that <laughs> should kind of at least sparked. The idea that it's like, hey, what if it, it's probably helpful to have a consistent through line mm-hmm. and like tone mm-hmm. with all of these rather than because I mean, I, I tried to be an apologist and find things I enjoy about Secret Invasion, but that was the one you can tell had the most problems because apparently yeah. they started bringing on out like executives who quote-unquote were like trained in the markle markle oh megan Megan markle Markle. um the marvel method Mm -hmm. um and then it kind of became a power struggle and and you could you can tell that was the one that was like super affected yeah um i think there are 
still parts to enjoy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can say that about anything. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't disagree, but I'm just saying like overall as like a, as a product. Disappointing. Yeah. Oh, man. Overall, now that dis- I think about it, actually, it's really disappointing. It, it could have been so good. We were really excited about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, so on the one hand, like, yeah, it kind of, you know, it kind of sucks that, you know, you never want to hear about people fired, but mm-hmm. in terms of a bounce back of sorts, you know, I think it's going to be hard for Marvel to completely ever fall off. But I mean, we can, we can admit that some, you know, some things are, it, it's hit or miss right now. Mm-hmm. Quantumania, it's, it's okay. Yeah. But it's not, it's not what we know from Marvel. Yeah. Especially on the movie side of things, which are usually pretty consistent. Yeah. The shows have definitely been hit or miss. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair to say. So I'm hoping that moving forward, this that's will- why they, 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 you know, press pause. They're making Armor Wars a movie now. Mm-hmm. They completely press pause on Ironheart. So I don't know if we'll see what we'll see moving forward, which in some cases sucks. But if, if it means- I'd rather you wait. And put more thought into it. Make it a movie if that's going to be the better route. Than to push through shit that people are going to be upset with. And that's not going to be a good reflection of the talent that you have in these projects. Like, what a waste of good actors if if you keep pushing them through shit. Right. You know? Not shit. But, like, shittier than the standard. And I think Marvel also doesn't have... The benefit of being a DC, where if a movie is like even better than okay, it's amazing. Right. <laughs> like they they've already set that bar too high for themselves, so they can't really their level of margin of error is is a bit smaller. Yeah. They're competing with themselves. Yeah. Because everyone loves the first, you know, the first three phases. Yeah. Um. And Everyone loves them now, I should right. say. Right. People complain about phase two for a hot minute. And I'm like... People will, people complain about everything. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah. And if you haven't noticed here at Ringside, we definitely try to err on the side of find, pinpointing the things we enjoy rather than just tear down because I can't stand when people just... Uh, Are doom and gloom. It's supposed to be fun. It's rage culture. And I'm it's like, superhero movies. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, we're not... We're not... It, it ain't rocket surgery, okay? It's it's just meant to be fun and in some cases expi- expiring. Oh, let me try it again. In some <laughs> cases inspiring yeah. and just just a good time, you know? Um, but don't get me wrong. I do like to bitch. That's fine. <laughs> and like, there's... There's a fair share of that. And for every, you know, secret invasion we get this year, you know what we also got this year? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh my god, don't fucking remind and me of that. Am- Actually, you know what? An amazing movie. You- guys, I know we talked about it on our previous episode. You can go listen to that, the Guardians of the Galaxy Ringside special. Um, Y'all, the way... I cried once in that movie. Because I started crying and I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, oh, that's kind of actually impressive for you. No, that that movie, it's like The Last of Us. We were just talking about The Last yeah. of Us. <clears throat> Every episode, fantastic. I'm never going to watch any of the episodes ever again. I'm not going to rewatch any of it. If I ever rewatch Guardians 3... I'm fast forwarding. I don't. Whenever I see Rocket's face, click. It's gonna be a speed run. I can't. I can't do it. 
Yeah. So sad. So good. But it so was sad. It was sad. But the end for me, the ending was so beautiful and so just like full of joy. And it was like bittersweet. I don't know. So like, of course, yes, we can bitch and complain. Oh, Marvel's <laughs> falling off. But but then we get these amazing things and you're like, oh, no, I remember. And that could be, a, you know, obviously James Gunn is a brilliant filmmaker uh, with the specifically with like, I mean, just in general. But like also he knows what he's doing with this with these type of characters. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I also love Peacemaker so much. Oh, hell yeah. So, when are we getting more Peacemaker? Well, when this, once once these strikes are over and old John Cena's out of WWE again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's let's not complain too much because we've been getting some great stuff with John Cena. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have him while we have him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a lot of interesting news coming out of Marvel. Um, I'm hoping that it's just funny because now I, I, I know somewhere... Ike Perlmutter, who is the, who the, the hell is Marvel he? TV guy who everyone fucking hated. Um, Kevin Feige can't stand him. Oh. Um, he's somewhere like you thought you could live. What was the quote? You you thought you think so you think when you drink when you think. Oh, when my you, God. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. You thought you could live with your own failure or something. Girl. Well, anyway, what it brought you back to me. What it brought you back to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring you back to me. Anyway, goddamn, I suck. Um, we need to research that quote because it's a good one and we can use it yeah. a lot. But we need you to could not first. live with your own failure. And, and where, where did, did that, that bring, bring you? you? Back, back to, to me. me. Damn, he got it too yeah. late. Too too, too late. Little, unfortunately, too late. They late and a dollar short. Yeah, as all the little old, <laughs> old people told me at Kohl's when I used to work there. Damn. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> moving moving right along. Um, speaking of... Uh, Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of um, sadness and sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say speaking of John Cena. But not, <laughs> he's not a disappointment. But speaking of disappointments, mm-hmm. uh, let's let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of uh, wrestling. Wrestling. Um, so, in the time that we've uh, not been recording this podcast... Um, a lot has happened. A lot has happened, um, including one uh, Edge. He is Edge no more, but he is the rated R superstar. Adam Copeland is all elite. Yeah. Yes, Adam Copeland, formerly known as Edge, yeah. has moved on over to all elite wrestling, AEW. Um, and, you know, I, deep down, I'm very, very happy for him. I am. I, he's back with Christian. He's, you know, he's probably going to get to do a little more wrestling than he was mm-hmm. while he was in WWE. Um, Deep down, very happy. But selfishly. Right, up at the, right at the top, though, on top, sitting above the happiness like oil on water. Rage. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we got the power. We got the rage. Oh. Um, no, I'm... I, I feel... Slightly. Betrayed. A little bit, because we were hearing the rumors. This isn't something that just popped up overnight. And oh my God, it's happening. What a shock and surprise. A lot of people had rumored it for quite some time. And in my head, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, no, he's he's WWE all the way. Right. Like, that's where he's been for as long as he's been Edge. Right. That might not be true, but for as long as I've been watching. And it just felt so weird for him to pop up anywhere else like i couldn't imagine it and then it happened and i was like 
And the other thing that we have to think of is that he doesn't have a lot of active wrestling years left. Right. Not because he's losing his edge, (laughs) (laughs) but just because he's already been injured before. He's getting up there in years. He said it himself that he doesn't have a lot of time left. And I would have assumed that he'd spend the rest of his time wrestling for WWE. Yeah. Um, But like you said, he's with like his old partner who was one of his closest friends. More like a brother to him at yeah, this point. His yeah, his children call him, call him uncle. uncle. Yeah, uncle so I am happy about that. I The lore of it is also pretty pretty good but that's you know i don't don't watch aew whatever that's a lot of their fucking a lot of their great moments the that those storylines and lore have been established in wwe (laughs) well how long has aew been around not not that long right not super long but um so they don't have the opportunity to have to have like these legendary yeah but i get annoyed and it's specifically with the fans and tony khan himself but we'll talk about that later um about, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of credit taken for that. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, WWE wouldn't let them. Do-. Like, that's fine because a lot of these things are like fucking 20 years old. Yeah. Um. But anyway, like I said, all that to say, um, super happy uh, for Edge. Um, a lot of how he's been speaking about, it, you know, his trajectory to AEW has actually been quite, I think, profound. Just how he really included his family in the decision. Um. And it just boils down to, like, how does he want to end his career? Because, like you said, he knows he's ending his career mm-hmm. soon. Um, and it just sounds like he and WWE were super mutual about, like, there's not... You've done it all. Like, Yeah. Where do you go from here? His last, like, big thing was setting up Judgment Day, which yeah. is a huge... Fa- one of the biggest factions in uh, WWE right argue, now. Uh, besides the Bloodline, arguably the, the biggest faction. Right, except for the Bloodline. So one of the... Yeah. So, like I said, maybe the second. I wasn't proving you. I wasn't saying. Mm, it sounded like you were trying to say that I was wrong and stupid and ugly. That's very hurtful. You're one of those things. <gasps> Which one do you think it is? Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, and I, I think when we talked about this, when we were talking about our feelings of this happening, hey guys, this is the first time this has happened to me. Yeah. I, I <laughs> I've been here for just a hot minute. And I've never had any of my superstars poached from right out on, under my fucking nose. So it was raw and it was real in my heart. Right. But the thing that I always went back to, like, it's real with me, damn it. Oh, <laughs> we've seen it happen before, um, even recently. These retired for 15 year veterans come back and they wrestle one last match or they right. come back for WrestleMania and they have a spot there. I don't think this is the last time we'll see Edge. No. Um, so that's, you know, that's part of what's getting me through it. It's like right. he'll be back. It might not even be that long before yeah. he's back. AEW scares me. They're very lax with their safety yeah. protocols <laughs> over there. And I can't watch it for that reason. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah, I did watch a few clips of that uh, Darby Allen and Christian Cage match and I'm like at one point I thought I thought Darby Allen was paralyzed. <laughs> he like got slammed onto the corner of the steel steps, oh. like on his lower back, and, and he, he wasn't like, moving. And I was limp. like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, I think he, I think he's fucking dead. Yeah, um, I'm like 
WWE wrestling makes me fucking squeamish. Right. I already saw a man break his fucking neck. I don't. I don't. And that was just like a bot, just a, a just a botched, a botched move. regular a move. accident. I don't want to see people purposefully, yeah. yeah, getting fucking skewers in their head or whatever yeah. the hell they're doing over there. Um, it's not my thing, and that's again another reason why I'm frightened to have my edge over there right <laughs> uh he doesn't uh he's not allowed to do any of that sorry yeah but you know what i'm excited to see i i, I will say again i'm not a not that i watch it i do love all the clips of christian cage i do love his whole <laughs> shtick about being everyone's fathers and just dogging on people with dead, dead dads that is such a crazy you have to have a lot of confidence in yourself you have to have name recognition and a following to be like i think my new gimmick is that i'm gonna make fun of people who have dead dads i'm gonna be a fucking i'm gonna turn into the joker truly a fucking monster that is an insane but i mean um it's a little bit funny sometimes (laughs) just that fucking clip of him watching um that ceremony at the beginning of wrestle dream where mm-hmm. they're honoring their grandfather <laughs> and he's just there and, i mean christian's just watching he's sorrowful as well i don't know if he was sorrowful well. i think he was waiting for the moment <laughs> to fucking strike fucking um, but in the switch uh with that mm-hmm. it, it felt more like a trade at this point um because right before edge had gone the same week that edge had gone over to aew we found out Jade Cargill mm-hmm. is coming to W. Well, she's at WWE now, now maybe, yeah. um, which is super exciting for the women's division. We, you know us here, y'all, the two of you that listen, um, we are <laughs> big, big fans of the women's division. We don't think the women are utilized properly mm-hmm. or truly even given a second thought. Um, yeah, they do. They The women's matches, especially in recent pay-per-views, have felt like afterthoughts right and that's um, why they show out so much yeah and it, it's crazy and i think their their division isn't developed or respected yeah in the same way i mean it's not like it's like we don't know why right um but it's just you would hope that there's more progress um because it's almost 2024 right but um if we keep getting like high um i said high value oh my god like i'm some sort of alpha male yeah <laughs> high profile names and women with like followings and all that stuff i think that'll be really really beneficial for the for the entire division yeah. and i hope that having they very obviously know that jade cargill's very um popular right so hopefully that will lead them into showing her more often. Yeah. Book her in matches. I mean, I know that she had some like, I think someone, was it you that said that she needed more like training for technical? Yeah, probably yeah, for right. the in-ring stuff. Um, yeah. Apparently, I, I'm not super familiar with her. I, I mean, yeah, me she's either. popular enough that I know who she is. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, she was apparently just, like, a monster over there at AEW yeah. during her time there. And um, she was undefeated, right? She she was, I think, 61 and, 61 and 1 or 61 oh, and 2, something like that. That's not bad. Um, so she, but yeah, she was a, a fucking beast over there. So I'm excited to see her uh, mm-hmm. over here um, and just see how it just adds an extra 
you know, yeah. gravitas. Because right now, like, yeah, I mean, you have all these people trying to do their best. A lot of people were talking shit about about Becky and Trish. Oh, they don't, they haven't had. And then what are they doing in that cage match? A they stole the fucking match. show. Yeah. So um, fucking good. Yeah. I'm like, y'all, and I know. I know a lot of you other fucking wrestling podcasts out there oh. are going to not consider it for match of the year. But it, you know what? I think it should be at least talked about. I need to rewatch them all. I don't remember um, a lick. But that was a great match. Um, but so I feel excited. like... Yeah. She had she had a little moment with Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. I think she's I think she's going to Raw. Okay. Um, which would put her in the same brand as... Uh, Ray Ripley? Ray Ripley, Zoe Stark, Nia Jax. Um, oh, yeah. So nice uh, busy. Becky Lynch, I think. So No, that's interesting. A lot of cool lots of cool opportunities there. Mm-hmm. Um so I, yeah, I'm I'm just excited to see what happens. Like, yeah. And then you you're also got developing talent like Tiffany Stratton, mm-hmm. um uh what's her name? Lyra Val Valkyria. Mm-hmm. Um she has a match against Becky. Yeah, so like we're we're getting there, but we just we have just book them. Let, 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 Io, let Io Sky be a, a fighting champion. I know, right? Um, she had an amazing match. Yeah. The triple threat match was awesome. It's like, I don't know. I feel like there's been such a hole since, um, oh my gosh. Sasha Banks. And I was going to say Mercedes. Like, I know her personally. Well, that's her, that's her new wrestling I, name. Well, yeah. But um, Sasha Banks and Naomi, them leaving, especially so suddenly. Oh my God. How know, heartbreaking. That was rough. Um, It's just like. Hasn't felt the same because yeah. she was so present. Like yeah. she was such a big part of the division. And I'm not saying that Jade is like a filler or a replacement. Um, no, 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 no one can replace that hole in my heart. But uh, I think maybe this is a good step in that direction. Yeah. And like um, damage control becoming a thing was yeah. a good step in that direction. I just think there needs to be more time and attention and importance put on these women's matches because they're you're not going to get another sasha banks if you don't start booking people in fucking matches in big matches where a lot of people are going to watch them in matches that have uh what am i saying Um, stakes stakes yeah that aren't just like nothing i I get really frustrated with the yeah and again we say that as as huge wwe fans yeah and it's because we care about the product we want it to be right. as best as it can be and right. um yeah uh but so excited to see um jade cargill at wwe i think it's gonna make uh for some entertaining stuff and um, good outfit and good hair woo we love a muscle mommy oh <laughs> sure it's not what i was talking about but yeah um anyway uh, also, <laughs> that's right. This past Friday <laughs> was the the triumphant return of my and your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. You turn into this announcer <laughs> just every time you start a new subject. Um, anyway, yes, you can't help it. At, you can at the season <laughs> premiere of uh, SmackDown, the tribal chief show. Uh, he returned. Oh, I missed him. Didn't you? He looked great. You know, you know why? who else looked great? Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. <laughs> I think they said something like his color returned to his hair overnight or something. That, like, 
I didn't even. That's a beautiful touch to the. I story. know this is the. They're like, hmm. Let, how about while Roman's gone, you just don't dye your hair. Right. Fucking funny. You're anyway. stressed. Yeah, you're you're losing it. Um. But yeah, Roman Reigns is back, and oh God, it feels. It just feels right. right. It just feels right. right with the world. Yeah. He comes out. Um. And he's immediately. <laughs> yeah, his beard's looking fresh, <laughs> yeah. looking darker as well. Um. And I, I'm interested. I, I'm interested in where they're going with this because now he's set up in a program mm-hmm. with uh, the megastar himself. Yeah. L A Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is what this is what everyone wanted. Yeah. This is what everyone. This wanted. is such a good. Uh. Ooh. Matchup. <laughs> yeah, like um, <laughs> opposition. Yeah. Because yeah. Roman Reigns, L.A. Knight does what he does with a straight face. He's very serious about um, his gravitas on the mic. Right. And Roman Reigns just thinks it's all stupid. Yeah. It's so fucking <laughs> stupid. It's like every time Imperium is up against like goofy people, like Alpha Academy. Goofy? Like from Disney? Gooby, yeah. <laughs> They're just like so above it and so disgusted by it. Right. Oh, it's so good. Seeing Roman Reigns just be like, who the fuck is like what happened <laughs> since I was gone? Right. Since you've been gone. Um LA Night is really popular. We were recently on a song. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry. We were recently um on our more most recent pre-preview. Um we had a question about like, oh, does Roman still need the championship? Blah 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 blah. Here's the thing. SmackDown, and I don't care if I sound like a fanboy or whatever. (laughs) SmackDown is a completely different show (laughs) when the Tribal Chief is there. I agree. Roman Reigns is there. Yeah. I mean, it just is. It's a show. It feels more elevated. It feels like like they put Mm -hmm. everything into it, right? Um, So, I I mean, they also had John Cena. They had... Uh, fucking LA Knight there. The Usos were there. Cody Rhodes was there. So it was just a good show. Yeah. Just, this past and it had was, to be. It was the yeah. season premiere. Yeah. It was just a really good show. Um, But man, them setting up. We also got like a little, a little sprinkly reminding you of uh, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Um, That was fun. So, which makes me think that now, okay, Crown Jewel, we're going to see LA Knight versus Roman Reigns. I think Solo and Jimmy are going to challenge for uh cody and jay for the titles at uh in saudi arabia mm-hmm. uh fucking kevin owens is over at smackdown now so yeah who knows what's gonna happen there um but yeah I- i'm super excited about the just the absolute trash talk we'll get yeah from la Knight and roman reigns and paul Heyman. yeah we got um, a little hint of it uh yeah. and it was tasty it was uh Tasty. And then we got a tasty spear to end the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love that. Wait. Before you talk about what we're going to talk about next. Okay. You reminded me when you said that um, Kevin Owens is on SmackDown now. Mm-hmm. They're breaking up Kevin and Sammy. That's fine. I think it's about time for that. But there's also an announcement made. Adam Pierce got, oh, yeah. quote, promoted, quote, to the general manager of Raw, and the general manager of SmackDown was announced as Nick Aldis. 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 I don't know who this man is. 
old wrestler. But good for him. Yeah. So we have two Adam Pierces now, and one's named Nick. And he has hair. But, uh, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, does it, <laughs> I think I asked you, I was like, what do general managers do? <laughs> I liked when they did general managers. So, um, some good examples of general managers, you had Eric Bischoff, mm-hmm. I think Paul Heyman used to be a general manager, was, um, Mick Foley. Wasn't there a woman who was a general manager? Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. <laughs> So they're kind of like, what the fuck? they're like those, they're kind of on-screen personalities mm-hmm. as well. I think both uh, he and um, Adam Pierce actually have like real jobs there too. I think that, yeah, I think um, they do. But is but, it just like kind of what we've seen from Adam Pierce as the official? Yeah. So Teddy Long, famous, mm-hmm. famous SmackDown the general Undertaker. manager. The Undertaker. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, so I'm excited about it. And um, this other uh, streamer I watch... Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Oh, no. Shout out to uh, Santi out there. Santi's app. Um, brought up, maybe they'll bring back the actual, like, Raw versus SmackDown rivalry that used that there used to be. And they kind of sounded like what they were playing at, right? Yeah. So Healthy competition I'm, is what they said. I'm excited about it. Um, and I assume that this will be, like, the um, Adam Pierce and... Who was that other official? Sony Deville. Sony Deville. Um, when they did the draft, yeah, and it was like, yeah, I think that I think it'll feel like that. But they were always officials together, right? Wherever they were. I miss Sony Deville. I miss Sony Deville too. Anyway, um, but yeah, so another piece of interesting news from SmackDown. Yeah, um, very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not appreciate how Kevin Owens came in and just really unfairly just took a sucker sucker punch <laughs> sucker stunner oh on dirty dom um dirty dominic mysterio yeah you better say his whole fucking name yeah he he was out there really acknowledging mm-hmm. the injustice yeah toward the judgment day just trying to speak in the crowd was being so rude weren't letting <laughs> as him they always speak. are as they always are they just don't appreciate greatness when it's in the ring mm-hmm. and um and instead, i think it's jealousy actually yeah he was mocked by triple h who <laughs> let, let us remember has no hair <laughs> meanwhile dirty dom's rocking some luscious locks he has enough hair for two yeah yeah at, you know who else doesn't have fucking hair? Adam, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce, famously, he has more hair than than he knows what to do with right now. Yeah, and they're you know fucking who does jealous. Have hair, Nick Aldis. He doesn't have as much hair. Well, um. So anyway, he was uh, the one person to stand up to his shit. Yeah, and there, and he was the only person there from Judgment Day, man enough to show up mm-hmm. and uh, and speak for his team sure and well not they i think sometimes they send dominic out just <laughs> to have like um it's like when you take your kids to the park and you're like run around for a bit tire yourself out before right. bedtime i think that's what they let him do they're like oh go go yeah go talk go talk to them say your piece i did love when nick aldis was like i'm a really big fan and he goes yeah i'm a champion <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course you're i'm a champion yeah he's very funny um all right all right Take, take a chill. It's very fun. And 
I think he's like I think he's like six foot. <laughs> That's so crazy. He's I think your he's... Chelsea Green. That's what Chelsea Green Chelsea Green's all those things for me. She speaks Spanish? She's Canadian. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so anyway (laughs) (laughs) moving right along she might speak spanish we don't know i mean finn balor speaks spanish all of judgment day speaks spanish yeah um you know who doesn't speak spanish fucking jd mcdonough and that's why he's not in it you would think in that big head some spanish would be rolling around that funko pop head oh my gosh it's so funny how big his head is um so anyway uh excited for that Excited for the potential matches at Crown Jewel so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Crown Jewel, I think there's one more match that may have actually been set up tonight at a non-WWE event. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's bring up the the internet sensation. Oh. You love to hate him and you hate to love him. Well, <laughs> I, I, I do one of those things. Um, Logan Paul had, mm-hmm. a, had a boxing match tonight. Uh, don't know if he won, but who cares? I thought he was, you know? but I thought he didn't do that. His brother did that. He does it sometimes. I think but, he and KSI had But a, he's the one that's bad at it. But his brother's he, good at it. He's not as good at it as his brother. Okay. Yeah. But his brother's not as good as res- at wrestling, so. Apparently, yeah. Um, uh, I would yeah, I think because I would say Logan Paul's probably more athletic than than Jake Paul, just based on all the you shit he does. You heard it here first, folks. The ring. Um, anyway. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Whatever. Um, anyway. Um. Logan Paul, after his match, uh, called out Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. and said, I already beat him once. I want that U.S. title. I want champ- some championship gold. Um, so it sounds like the gauntlet's been thrown down. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about it next uh, next Friday. I wouldn't be surprised if we... Well, yeah. Well, he's on... He's on yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, that's but, uh, kind of his M.O., right? Calling people out on podcasts, yeah. on it's all the extracurriculars, yeah. on social I mean, media. It's a great way to get social media talking about WWE. Yeah, you know, at this big Logan Paul event, right? <laughs> um, so, and if it does happen, which I think it will, I think I it's going it to happen sooner rather than later, probably at Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see Rey Mysterio dropping the title to Logan Paul. Yeah, you say that. I can. I can. I mean, I'm. I'm not against the idea. Well, the possibility isn't <laughs> impossible. Um, but my one thing was like, will he be around to defend it? He's there once every other pay-per-view, it feels like. Right. Um, which is fine if that's that's probably the contract he worked out. He, he has a lot of other side shit going on, so I wouldn't expect him to be there every week. But for something, when you're a champion... I would assume and hope that you'd be a fighting champion, that you'd show up consistently to to defend it unless you just lose it again. Well, I think there's two premium live events in November. That's true. So it's like a month commitment if he wins it at one and drops it at the other. Yeah, he shows up to a couple Raws and Smackdowns, talks some shit, holds the title for four weeks and dips out. Yeah. WWE gets a whole lot of publicity because they're going to see him with this with this U.S. championship. Mm-hmm. So out of all the championships, like you said, I think this is one of the more likely ones. Yeah, I don't, I can't. I mean, again, anything's possible, I suppose. But what if he becomes the NXT North American champion? I would stop watching. Because, like, what's the? 
at that point it's like so unrealistic that anyone like there's nobody on the roster today who that can could fairly be, realistically beat Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. I don't think that person's been born yet. It, you know, I think the only be... person that can best Dominic Mysterio is Dominic Mysterio Jr. <laughs> and he's he's not going to be around for quite some time. Um that it's uh yeah, Dominic Mysterio can only overcome himself actually. Yeah. Um which is what he did when he when he was locked up in the clink. <laughs> he overcame himself and recreated himself. What if Dominic Mysterio's sister becomes the one to dethrone him and she becomes the new NXT North American champion? I don't think she wrestles, but if she did, that'd be that'd be pretty juicy. Why are they all so attractive? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think because Rey Mysterio is attractive. Their mom's probably pretty attractive. Yeah. She is pretty attractive. I've, I think I've only seen her once. At the Hall of Fame ceremony? Yeah. She's pretty. She'd have to be because Rey Mysterio is very pretty. They're all pretty. He's just five foot. Uh, <laughs> How you can be Dominic... pretty and be five foot? Yeah, you can. How is Dominic so tall? Because he's Eddie's son. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh no. <laughs> oh no, no! I I'm glad we never really bring that up anymore about how for a while there Dominic was canonically. I'm surprised. Eddie's son. I I guess I'm not surprised why they don't bring it up any very often anymore. Right. Um, but oh my god, little Dominic Mysterio, he was like eight. He had Shake, frosted tips, shaking the fucking hair. matter. Oh, and he had these big eyes and these long lashes. He was so adorable. That's what our child will and look now like. He's a, he's a tattooed And now menace. he's a fucking menace. Yeah. Now he's a felon. <laughs> An escaped convict. He Remember how my... he was transported to that yes. one pay-per-view in it the van? It was WrestleMania. Yeah. And then did he leave in the van? I don't believe so. I think he escaped prison on that yeah. night and has just been running ever since city to city. That That was the most brilliant... That was so fucking good. So fucking good. And he's just like a little gangly little <laughs> guy. And they, they had, he got like the full Goldberg entrance yeah, with security so walking him out there. Um. Anyway, uh, that's kind of all we've got uh, in terms of. Uh, I'm sweepy. Yeah, we're 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 recording this on a on a on a very late evening. Mm-hmm. And I still got straight my damn hair. <laughs> She's got to straighten her head. Huh? <laughs> I can't do it again. I can't do it again. Um, but, you know, listen, thank y'all for listening. Listen here. Thank you for listening here. Um, no comment. No comment. You know, that's 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 no, all I No, don't jump say. on my thing. I'm no commenting you uh, <laughs> and your antics and your shenanigans. Um, no part. Hey, uh, while you're listening here, if you want to go check out the other podcast that co-host, mm. um, go listen to John slash John right here on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now that one, that's a spooky one. That, that one's spooky. Um, if you're into spooky things, like I'm not, um, <laughs> you will enjoy it. Um, but if you aren't into spooky things, you're also going to enjoy it because I'm not a huge spooky fan either. But me and my buddy John, uh, don't worry, it's not me voicing two different people. <laughs> that would be fucking funny though. <laughs> and so annoying. <laughs> um, uh, we He loves horror movies. I don't. So go check that one out. Um, but if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and visit us on all the socials. Uh, mm-hmm. Give us a follow there, a like, a subscribe, whatever floats your boat. Uh, and make sure 
you uh, stay tuned here for more episodes of ringside jesus lord you were lost in the second half of that sentence <laughs> i listen i i found my way i think you forgot where that we weren't streaming yeah <laughs> yeah but when we are streaming we're streaming on twitch and yeah. our twitch is twitch.tv slash perez periodico it's easy as that folks it's easy as that um we stream pre-previews before every wwe premium live event where we go over the card and we talk about our predictions and stuff so if you like the latter half of this podcast episode <laughs> strictly the wrestling stuff that will be your best bet but kendra also streams some playalongs on our twitch channel yeah i'm playing through dream daddy right now um i'm about i'm seven episodes in mm. uh the first six episodes are already up on youtube the seventh episode will be coming out very very shortly maybe tomorrow maybe not maybe you know what it's a surprise it's a surprise <laughs> it's a surprise but it's a lot of fun it's a dating simulator it's a dad dating simulator if you're into that um if you're anti-lgbt do not watch it don't even listen to this anymore, don't listen to us case. don't watch it you're scum um but yeah and uh yeah that's all we got for you brothers and sisters and every all of our other friends um, we just talked about the LGBTQ plus community. We cannot. Uh, listen, I think brothers and sisters it. are gender neutral terms. I think bitch is a gender neutral term. All right, bitches. All right, see you later, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us, sluts, which is also another gender neutral term. <laughs> I don't know if I can say any of these. Actually, you know what? You can't. Oh, no. <laughs> so, anyway, sluts and bitches, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Of- uh, ringside (laughs) bye let's get the fuck out of here